0: What should you do in the midst of a personal or professional crisis when your business still needs to run? Today, we're talking about staying productive in times of stress and crisis. Hey you, you're listening to the Messy Desk Podcast, the show for
1: entrepreneurs who want to achieve more without the overwhelm and drama, because although business and life get messy, that doesn't mean things have to be hard. Join us as we help you cope with the chaos and banish your barriers
0: so that you can move forward in your entrepreneurial journey. I'm Megan Monahan. And
1: I'm Teresa Cefali. Let's get on with it. Hey, Megan. Yes, Teresa. (laughs) Did you know that it's not having too much to do or a lack of time that makes us less productive, but actually it's high levels of stress? According to a study by the Gallup Wellness Index, 45% of entrepreneurs report feeling stress, and according to Colonial Life, 41% of working people feel like stress affects their ability to be productive. Now, this, of course, is under normal, everyday circumstances, but what can we do as entrepreneurs when our levels of stress significantly increase because of a personal or professional crisis?
0: And when we're talking about crisis here, we're really talking about things like a death in the family, a divorce, maybe a bad client or a loss of a couple clients,
1: even a lawsuit or an illness. Right. And I don't really think it's necessarily the crisis itself that causes that, um, the problems that we're having, but it's actually the increased stress. But more importantly, we have to talk about today, how we can still run our business when those stress levels are really super high. So how can you manage to still get your work done and keep your business running during those times? I mean, these are all really great questions. I think that you and I probably deal with stress and crisis a
0: little bit differently. I'm an introvert. And so I'm really type a personality. So it's really uh, like, my response is typically to run away and hide. I wanna like get into bed and go to sleep or maybe like binge watch on Hulu or Amazon Prime, um, just so that I'm
1: not thinking about the situation. Right, It's. I think it's that fight or flight, right? We definitely have crossover, but you know, not everybody is the same for sure. Um, and I definitely have had those experiences and the way i handle them and then the way i would suggest my clients handle their situations really depends on like their personality even with introverts which i am as well we have different ways like i think there are different degrees of that introvertedness i definitely get recharged from my alone time which you know very well you know sometimes i just i don't want to talk to anybody i just need to be quiet but having the motivation to continue getting work done when I'm feeling really stressed or anxious. That's really what I want to kind of dive into today. Yeah. I mean, I think how we, how we both deal with it is fine. I mean, it, neither
0: way is wrong. No. They're just different, right? So yeah. So tell me, how do you stay on point
1: when you're stressed out? Well, you know, it's really about taking... Each moment as it comes, sometimes it's one day at a time, but during times of crisis, it can even be like, I have to take this day one hour at a time. If I were speaking to my coaching client and giving them advice on how they can continue to move forward and stay a little bit in momentum, you know, depending on the severity of the crisis, right? There's all sorts of variables that can change the way we deal with this. But first I would tell them to you know, stop trying to do all the things that they would normally do. So focus on things that matter right now. So the advice is to really do less. Like what has to happen in your business? What are the most critical things that need to happen? And to not put pressure on yourself to do all the things or to try to, you know, keep a, you know, your normal schedule. And of course, you don't want to beat yourself up about, doing less because sometimes doing less is doing more. I think it just helps you stay more productive, right? You have one thing to focus on and instead of putting pressure on yourself to do everything, just doing a little bit at a time and only the most important things can help you move forward. That makes sense. Yeah. So, um, and then another thing that I would really suggest is to ask for help. I've been guilty of this, right? There's something that happens when you realize that you need to maybe ask for a little bit of help. Um, And especially, I think, as women entrepreneurs, no diss to our, you know, male counterparts out there. But, you know, as the nurturers and, you know, the ones taking care of everybody, asking for help can sometimes feel like weakness. Or, you know, you just feel like, I know I do feel like I should just know how to handle it. But- I find when I just say, I could really use some help right now and then determine what kind of help I need, whether it's to communicate and ask somebody to come in and uh, pick up something maybe in my business that I'm doing. You know, We all have tons of entrepreneurs tend to kind of group together, right? So getting together with other entrepreneurs, um, reaching out to somebody that may have a skill that can help me in this time of crisis, saying, maybe I I need to outsource something. Communicating with clients is really important. That might not be necessarily asking for help, but letting people know what's going on and, you know, if it's really serious and appropriate, of course, um, so that clients don't feel like, you know, you're slacking off or it can save a lot of headaches later if you just communicate. Um, It also helps to reduce some of the stress and like, The guilt that goes along with, you know, I don't feel like I'm serving my clients in the best way possible, but I really can't right now because of this crisis, whatever that may be. I love that one because I feel like people really
0: do not feel comfortable asking for help and there's absolutely nothing wrong with asking. There's nothing wrong at all.
1: So nothing, nothing at all. It it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you um, or that you're not smart. Right. Um, So yeah, definitely ask for help and communicate. During times of crisis, I always tell my clients, don't worry about your schedule and routine. And I know this is a place where you and I really differ. So if you think about how you may be feeling, there are gonna be times when your energy, even during the crisis, is higher than others. So for example, for me personally, I do my best writing and strategizing in the morning. But during times of high stress, I can find it really difficult to get motivated to even get started. So instead of fighting against it, I'll just take a couple extra hours in the morning to get moving and then take advantage when my energy level boosts up and that's when I'll get to it.
0: Yeah, we do. We do differ there a little bit. So. Um, You know, as an introvert and a type A personality, they kind of like, they don't go well together, but that's the way I am. I'm not laid back whatsoever. So I'm always trying to get back on routine. So whereas, you know, you are a little bit like, don't worry about routine. I I go to my routine because if I don't have the routine, I will lay around and do nothing. I become extremely lazy. (laughs) So that's why for me, One of the things I suggest doing is time blocking on a calendar. So I use a Google Calendar that's very simple, it's free. And I love this because I feel like when I have everything written on my calendar, I know what to do without thinking about it. So I don't have to be stressed about you know, what I'm supposed to be doing right now or what I'm doing in a week. And I don't have to worry about remembering things because I've put these things down on my calendar. I include very specific notes on my calendar. So I know, like I have something to guide me so that my mind is kind of like to have two brains. I don't know if you run across this, but I have like my conscious brain and my subconscious brain. And so this gives my uh, subconscious brain actually a little break, which I really need when I'm stressed out. The second thing I always do when I need to deal with crisis and stress is to go for a walk. I mean, this sounds kind of goofy, and really, (laughs) it's really simple. But and of course, if it's cold or raining, this is difficult to do. Um, you, You may need to, you know, have a treadmill or join a gym, but and it doesn't have to be walking, it's just anything that's kind of away from the desk, away from the computer, even away from the house, because that gives my brain a rest, that gives my emotions a rest, and my mind then focuses in on what I'm doing at that moment, which is exercising basically.
1: So uh, do you do that at all? I do, walking away in general is great, but being active really does something to help clear your head, and also increase your energy, right?
0: Exactly, yeah. And, and I'm a person who typically has low energy uh, a lot of the day, so this is really helpful for me. And then the third thing I just think is really helpful is listening to your body. You always tell me that I'm good at doing this. Um, you you really are. <laughs> and, and articulating it as well. <laughs> I don't feel badly about going and taking a nap Again, binge watching some television, movies, or even like just what I don't want to say being lazy, but doing nothing. I don't feel badly about this because if my body tells me that it's stressed out and I'm flipping out and it's causing other things to happen, uh, then I really need to listen to that. And that usually means. You know, one of two things, and they're polar opposites, by the way. One, either rest, or two, go out and do something else and be active. And I can really tell because my body does let me know. Uh, and this this returns my focus,
1: and it reduces my stress. At least I find that it does. I, I just, I love that one, particularly, because, like, we don't pay attention. Like, you feel tired. Just the fatigue that you get from doing mental work, Right. <laughs> Whether you're in crisis or not. So if you've ever been in that situation where you're you're reading something and you find yourself rereading the same sentence or paragraph over and over again, it means it's time for a break. So trying to force yourself to do work when you're not in the space and then listening to your body, letting it guide you to figure out what does it need? Does it need water? Does it need food? Does it need a nap? Does it need just to do something different and like take a mental break? Does it need to maybe talk with somebody and about nothing or we do that all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> I know I always feel awkward. extra energized after we've chatted. So
0: that was a great way to
1: put it. All right. Um I think what I I would love to talk about, what's like one takeaway or action item that you would tell somebody to focus on like right now?
0: I would say that What works for others may not work for you because everybody's different. So before you do anything at all. I like to take a deep breath process the information and respond rather than react. Okay. Because uh, reacting often leads to overreacting, which is totally unnecessary. We don't need any of that drama. So that's the very first thing I would tell people to do. And then my next thing is to go ahead and use that calendar and the time blocking, because that will be your safety net to plan your response and collect your thoughts um, outside of relying on your memory, which will really give your emotions and your um your physical uh, reactions a break.
1: I I love that.
0: What would you say was your biggest action item that people should do?
1: Well, I think it's to not put pressure on yourself, to keep working when you're in the midst of like a high stress time, especially in, in crisis, right? You can't force yourself to be productive, but you can be more productive by just... Focusing on only the things that matter, letting the things that are less important go, and being okay with that. And then, of course, if there are things that have to be done and you just can't do them for whatever, you know, depending on your circumstances, of course, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help and, you know, work when your energy is high. But it's really about, I think, not putting pressure on yourself to perform the way you do when you're at your best. It's okay, and there's nothing wrong with how you feel, how you handle it, and, and I really love that. Um, respond, don't react, I think that's a brilliant.
0: We all have stress in our lives, always, but then there are times when it's worse than other times, so hopefully uh, there were some really good nuggets that people can take away and um, uh, implement in their lives. Awesome. Hey, Teresa, guess what? What?
1: I think that's a wrap. Oh, nice. Well, in that case, we'll see you next time on the next episode of the Messy Desk Podcast. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the Messy Desk Podcast and leave us a review. We're interested in what you're interested in. So email us at MessyDeskPodcast at gmail.com with your topic suggestions and questions. And most importantly, stay messy because that's where the growth,
0: progress, and magic happen.